What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John J. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, the ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on All Things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. All right, guys, Thursday edition Sports Cards Nonsense. We are live at LA Live, downtown Los Angeles. I'm going to tell you right now, there's too many people and it's too hot for me here, but that's okay. Jesse's miserable. No, no, no. Jesse's in a good mood. No, I'm in a great mood. Um, It's, I'm so curious to, I'm just hoping the audio comes through clearly because, guys, every five seconds there's an ambulance, there's a helicopter just went by. Sure. Um, And then we are at the Panini event and any minute they've got like, you know, guests coming through they've got parties going on in the background so uh that being said it's a really fun environment it's just uh, hopefully also conducive to a podcast yeah and then hopefully we'll have some time with jorge masvidal later on today on the youtube show he's supposed to rip with us a little bit and hang out so we'll Not, make sure that happens don't want to brag about it kind of a big deal but i just want him to lift you over his head that I... is my challenge to him if jorge can do that he has my he has my seal of approval if not i'm not going to speak to him if he does that, I'm going to give him a signed autograph picture of myself. That's <laughs> so, his price. We're sitting at the airport. Jesse literally tells me he spent $120 on headshots for the two of us. And he, si- he, he signed one yesterday. He's doing great. So uh, go ahead. Hit him, with, hit him with what they want to know. All right, guys. How about a rundown while a helicopter flies over our head? That's okay. It's real. It's live. It's fun. Um, big picture, NBA trade deadline. So no rundown. No, this is run. I'm just saying the big picture is this. Gotcha. This is part of the rundown. Okay. Um, some really exciting news just dropped, so yep. uh, it's perfect yeah, timing for the show. Itself. Yeah, exactly. Um, we also have a, you know, we've done a, a number of things while we're out here. We're going to update you guys about what we've been doing. Um, we have a segment, Picks from Phone, everyone's favorite, where we just randomly take news uh, that we found over the last few days so we can talk about it. And uh, then, of course, we end it with a little mailbag segment. So... The rundown being said, big picture. (laughs) 
There it is. It is just as bad in person. Oh, boy. All right. So, well, what's the big picture? You're supposed to stop, put your coffee big down. Big picture is NBA <laughs> trade deadline. We're five minutes rooms. into this podcast. I've heard the big picture anthem three times. Shit. Three and a half times. I'm seeing the Hollywood sign as I speak. This is great. You don't get views like this in our office. You know the only thing that will make this trip better? Simmons not blowing us off. I haven't let that go yet. Speaking <laughs> of Simmons. He's busy. He's got this to Speaking of Simmons, with. his son was traded today. Yeah, Ben? Oh, is that the same? Wait a second. Is Ben also the basketball player? There Bro. you go. I'm not um, saying nothing gets past him, fellas. Big news, guys. Harden, yeah. Ben Simmons. Yeah, so there were some monster NBA trades. Obviously, the Harden-Simmons thing literally went down about an hour ago, so we're just seeing it now. Um, you have some card info from Max and Denton yeah. on their actual pricing. I've got a post up right now. I'm hoping to buy a bunch of stuff while I'm live. I just figured I'm buying everything Simmons. Oh, are you really? I'm buying everything Simmons I can get my hands on today. Not Harden. Here's the thing with Simmons. Okay. First of all, so Simmons is a 2016 rookie. You know, Panini Prism. He's got everything out. The one thing, and he'll get villainized like everybody else does. He'll be a victim of just a stupid blanket thought that base is bad. Like, you have his his prism up by chance? For Simmons? Yeah. I do. Like, his PSA 10, what's the pop? 500? Uh, ben Simmons' pop is 1,500. 1, okay, nothing. Yeah. What's Zion's? 25,000? Ja, Trey, all these guys. There's no pop back then. Yep. I think there's a decent play here with everything Simmons. So, Simmons was trading the PSA 10 for that base 168 before the news. What's it doing um, now? 250? Card ladder sales history. Oh, it's not going to be in there, is it? No. Oh, the sales history's up to date. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was our first pause for sirens. First of many. Here's the deal. I'm not saying there needs to be no more crime in the city, but can you chill out with the crime for 40 minutes? You take you take away the crime, you take away the character of the city. All right. So his population, like I said, next to nothing. Yes. It went from it went from what? Give me the price again. uh, PSA 10 was a one uh, selling at 168 as of like yesterday. Um, As of today, we have seen sales going for 225. That's just going to keep going up, by the way. Like, what? what was that card doing six months ago during the finals? So, six months ago... Well, he didn't make the finals, but before he missed a dunk and got victimized as the worst basketball player of all time. So... <laughs> just punch my microphone. We're falling apart. You're getting upset. Sirens. Um, so, it was actually right around where it is now. So, he was selling... He, he dipped down to, like, the 150s, but he was trading up to 200. But it ranged right around there six months ago. And he's got basically done nothing but go down he had a brief moment where he topped out at 250 um but nowhere i mean he hasn't been this high since uh you know the spike earlier in 2021 so yeah i i i'm really curious how high do you think it's gonna go here's why i'm all in on simmons first of all he's the best perimeter defender in basketball you could argue he is not as horrible a scorer as people make him out to be. This thought, like, and yeah, last year he was horrific against the Hawks. Like, I, I get it. He missed. He, he failed to even take some shots, missed some other shots. I understand. Here's the thing with Simmons on that team. When they're healthy, so you get Kyrie. Again, can't play home games, at least right now. But Kyrie, elite scorer. Kevin Durant still, I would argue, the best scorer in basketball. Simmons can't be an effective number three. And they also got Seth Curry with the guy. I love this Simmons trade. I love it for Simmons, number one. I think it's an awesome move for him. I think the Nets are now with that big three and a pretty elite shooter like Curry. He's not Steph, but he's close. He's not close, but he's cute. I mean, I think it's fan. I, I do. I think it's an awesome trade. I think Simmons is the guy you will see thrive there. And again, I think you'll see him be an average offensive player, an elite defensive player, and he's an above-average passer. The guy plays well, so. I am curious what he, why you think he's going to continue to go up being that he hasn't always had the greatest reputation. 
Because I think that's why. He's he's in a spot. Now, this is by far the best team he's ever been a part of. He doesn't have a choke artist like Joel Embiid is the number one guy on the team. He's not going to be needed to score points. Okay. I do. I think he's going to be the third man on a championship winning team this year when they get healthy. So what you're saying is at this price point, even though he's high, I'm, I'm tr- I put out 25. I put out two posts right now looking to buy any of his rookie stuff, okay. period. I, right. I would buy it all right now because um, I think in the next couple of days, we're just going to see it keep going up. Interesting. So I love Simmons. Flip side of this is the James Harden deal. So Harden's pricing, at least as of right now, really hasn't moved. So let me see this because um, Harden did, does have a sale just recently in the last. Um, so I'm looking at a uh, 2009 Tops PSA 9 card. Let me check what it was doing last. All right, while he's doing that, here's the, here's the reason I like the Harden trade for him. Embiid does not need to be a number one scorer on a championship team. We've seen him fall apart in the fourth quarter all the time. And yes, I know all the faithful ringer listeners want to tell me that Joel Embiid's the MVP. He's not. He's never going to be healthy, and he's never going to be the number one guy on a championship team, I don't think. I don't know that James Harden can be either, but man, this is as close to two guys who are one and one A. Say what you want about Harden. The guy can score, and if Chris Paul doesn't become totally spineless a couple of years ago, they beat Golden State and they probably win the championship that year. So I think it's a good move for him, too. I think you'll see those guys score at a crazy clip. I don't love that they gave up Curry. So I think you're okay with Harden stuff. We haven't seen a big spike, which is fine. I don't yeah. think there's any reason to rush well, and sell. So we say not a big spike, but this is not right, what are you insignificant. Saying? So the PSA 9, granted there hasn't been a PSA 10 sale, so I can't compare, but the 9 um, on his 09 tops rookie is sold last you know, yesterday. For two hundred and thirteen dollars okay. today, it's just sold for two hundred and eighty dollars. Oh, you're talking thirty percent. Yeah, that, I mean, that's not bad. I'm going to be honest with you. I would cash out on Harden today. I would not cash out on Simmons because I just think, first of all, I think Simmons has, still has a much better player on his team. But doesn't Harden have the better reputation overall? I mean, like, can he do more for that team? No, I think they have the same reputation. Harden's a great scorer. He's never won big, but he's going to need to be the guy there. Simmons does not need to be the guy, and he just doesn't in Brooklyn. Durant is the guy. Kyrie can be the guy. That's what I mean. Like, if he's not the guy, that means But he's to still going to be a huge contributor, hype. ton of hype. Okay. I have more faith in him being a number three than I do in James Harden needing to be the number one. So I would I would actually sell the hype today with Harden. I would sell the hype today with Harden. If you have Ben Simmons' card, sell him to me this afternoon. I will still buy him. I think it's a, I think it's a great move. So, and we'll see. I mean, both teams are competitive. The other thing I think that's funny is the Nets have been on a wicked slide right now. And now there's talk like, well, they're doing this on purpose so they don't have to have a home. They don't have home court advantage. So Kyrie can play the opening games in these series, which I think is kind of funny. If that's true, I actually think that's awesome. Like, good for him. Maybe the flat earther isn't as dumb as we thought. Is that fair to say? Is he coming to this party? If Kyrie walks in, I'm going to feel a little awkward. Kyrie's not coming. We're fine. I know that for sure. Um, so I do have a question for you then. Sure. With Harden going and Ben Simmons and Curry coming over, what does that do for Durant's values? Do Durant's going to get back on the court. Durant's yep. values have stayed pretty pretty solid for, for the most part this season. We need to see the team play together. And then if you're in the East, I'm going to be honest with you, if you're in the East, this is horrible. If for anybody not these two teams, both of these teams are better today. Philly was already playing well anyways. Like, I don't care if those guys can't close. You don't want to run into Philly in the first or second round. You don't want to see Brooklyn at any point. I mean, Durant almost single-handedly beat Milwaukee last year alone when Milwaukee was playing unbelievable. I don't think Milwaukee can reach that level again, and Durant's going to have way more help this year. I'm just checking to see. I, I'm curious if he has had any sales. Um, Those fingers are working. Je- Let me just tell you this, too. Jesse was born for L.A. Everywhere we go, 
He's just this comfortable, cool guy. Um, here's the thing is that here you love it. Me craving the spotlight is the average person. <laughs> it's like oh, me yeah. wanting I say, to be in front of the camera is something There's some atrocious people here. It's, it's no, you know, you got to be humble down south and I get that. I want to be humble, but at, out here if I want to yell and be boisterous and you it's know, just the norm. It's just the norm. This is literally <laughs> the epitome. It could not be any more uncomfortable for me. Yeah, yeah no. It's great. But you're Jesse, great on the podcast, though. I you like this. So I'm sitting here, by the way, just to give you a visual. I have my headphones in. We're not using them for anything. But I feel like if my headphones are in, it's like the kid from Big Daddy. I have my glasses on. Can't see me. Where's Julian? You have no idea. Uh, uh, so Durant did have one sale. It was his uh, 07 rookie PSA 8. Um... The white border. I am just double checking to see if this is accurate because this seems like a decent jump. So the last sale on that PSA eight was let's see what the day was. Um, it was for forty five dollars as of the other day. My my just, yeah, riveting. Up. just yeah. give them numbers. Hang on, forty five dollars was the last sale. That's all you need to know. Okay. What you need to know that as of today, this card is selling for ninety five dollars. There's no way that's oh. What's the difference? This is a 50th anniversary. Oh, different card. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, then never mind. He hasn't had a sale. So you're right. He is flying. Kevin Durant's not playing right now. I'm not I'm not expecting his stuff's going to jump. Okay. But, and I also don't think that the team is better. I mean, I think that team with Harden is still better than they are with Simmons. I just think that team, I, I think Simmons is a great fit for that team, honestly. I thought they were going to trade Kyrie for Simmons, which I would have liked even better. Um, but Harden, that's fine. And honestly, Philly's been playing at a decent rate anyways, especially when they're healthy, with, with no Simmons. Now you're getting Harden back. Do you think they know something about Kyrie that we don't? Maybe he's going to get the Vex and he'll be able to play more or something? No idea. Yep. Maybe, I wonder if that is an indication of anything. I mean, I Harden, but Harden was vocal that he wanted out, so that makes sense. All right, yeah, so Tyrese, again, just a couple other quick hits. So Tyrese Halliburton got traded to the Pacers. I, I don't hate the move. I mean, the kid can score. He's played well this season. Another guy, though, like he's had an he's had like a decent bump. Again, the intern sent this over earlier today. Like not a ton of like in terms of volume, but in terms of amount up, he's up like 20 to 30 percent on some of his stuff just because of the hype. Hey, he's traded. He's out of Sacramento, whatever. I, he's a guy I would sell, though. Like what is going to happen with him in Indiana? Well, the fact that he's still so young, I wonder if that still is attributing to some of the, you know, everybody I find is wanting to speculate on anybody in the last two to three years that if there is still hope for them, if there's a good trade like this, this could really cause some hype for his pricing to go up just because guys want to get in while it's still early, you know? Yeah, and if that's the case, again, he's a guy, so so he's a guy sell off. I don't think there's anything that's going to happen to him right now. Um, this year, at least, it makes his prices go any higher than the hype from the trade. So I'm a sell on Halliburton today. Marvin Bagley's another guy. Like, I just think he had very... Talk about a guy people just reached out of control for anyways in the first place. Never did anything that warranted his pricing in the first place. Crashed unbelievably hard. I mean, he's dirt cheap. There's been a little bit of positive movement with him. So again, he's a guy I would sell today. I mean, he's, he's going to Detroit. Like, what is Marvin Bagley going to do in Detroit that's going to do anything for him? If you're a collector, you like him, whatever. That's fine. But I just don't think there's any need to, to reach on him. The other one that gets interesting to me is C.J. McCollum. Um, I think the guy sent over a couple things on C.J. I'm, I'm interested. So C.J. McCollum's base prisms, his PSA 10s went from like 55 to 60. Now there's been a few sales at 80 bucks. I think C.J. is a good player. And if I thought for a minute that Zion was coming back this season, 
I'd be I'd be on I'd be in on CJ. Like I think you'd see like those guys can play together. You got Ingram as a third man, fine. But CJ is a number two at best, and that's when he's playing behind Dame Lillard, who's one of the most elite scoring guards in the league. Now he's playing behind or playing with guys who are far less offensively talented than Dame is. Like what am what am I doing with CJ stuff? Like if you want to hold it long term because they're gonna like him and Zion are gonna vibe and it's gonna be this big success, that's fine. It seems like a bit of a stretch, quite frankly, to me. And I just don't trust Zion to come back. Like I don't know if he's coming back this year. I don't know if he's coming back for the Pelicans period. So, um, but it's interesting that he at least got traded. And if you're in him short term, if you've just been holding his stuff, the fact that he's got a nice bump right there, I, I don't hate that you got to sell him. But um, there's been some movement though, for I'm, sure. I'm looking to see if there's anything else like just last minute because I did see some rumors about Dame Lillard, but yeah, I can't believe. I mean, Portland's obviously in rebuild phase. I think it's time to just move. The other thing, too, that's actually perfect about this is the timing. Like, we talked about this with Chris Hoge last week on the show. Football's wrapping up, obviously, in a couple days with the Super Bowl. People are going to start paying more attention to basketball, and you've got some blockbuster deals made. I think it's perfect timing. All right, so there you go. There's kind of like the recap of the NBA trade deadline as of now. Anything else that comes up, we'll post it on our social. Anything is bigger news than the Harden-Simmons trade? If Dame got traded somewhere, I mean, I honestly thought they were going to try to work a Dame for Simmons trade, which would have been insane. Because Dame... I tell you, put Damon and Joel Embiid together. That's a scary combination. What about the trade the other day, the Pelicans trade? That's CJ McCollum. That CJ McCollum. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. If something else comes up during the show, we'll find it. But if not, we'll just move on. Okay. Where are we going next? Um, You're carrying the show today. Put no, us on your shoulders, no, big fella. this is all you, honey. Um, Why is it 88 degrees in L.A. right now? I was told 50s. The lack of humidity really does. It makes a difference. I don't want to be worried about this, but Jesse sweats a lot. And and quite frankly, if we're being honest, I sweat more. I wore all black, though, so it hides it. That repels. That's actually good. That repels the heat. Yeah. Keeps the heat away. And another helicopter. I hope they find whoever they're looking for in these helicopters. Yeah, so I'll give you that. It is hot out here. It is at least not humid. There's a breeze. And I'll tell you this. This has been shocking to me. Jesse has touched his face almost not at all this today. So I've been very happy with that. You know what it is. It's because the dry humidity. I don't get the crusties like I usually do. But there's no blood, so that's good. All right. So we also had an in-person card trade. <laughs> um, we hit up this morning, actually. That's a good, right that's a good segue. Stadium. Segway right there. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at the segue. Yeah, I finally moved that, that Kobe card I bought. Nice game use patch. Three or four color. Number to 10. Sticker auto. Little... Not on card. You got a few cards for that. Yeah, so I actually got the cards. So we ended up making the deal. You'll see it on the YouTube show that will drop probably tomorrow. We're doing YouTube stuff every day going forward for this week. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of cards back in trade, and we made the deal on the footsteps of the crypto, not the Staples Arena, the crypto arena. No Kobe statue there, by the way. Yeah, you got Magic, you got Elgin statue. Baylor, Jerry West, Shaq, Kareem, Gretzky. No Kobe. There was a guy sitting at a table. Who was that? His name was Chick. Check, 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 check. check, check. Oh, I, I don't care who he was. He seemed pretty All right, cool. so here's what I got back. I got some nice stuff. I got a tr- Upper Deck Trilogy on-card auto. Nope, that's a sticker auto. Derek Jeter, 15 of 15. It's a couple hundred bucks. Transcendent was the big part of the trade. So three Transcendent autos. Those are the gold frames that are pretty nice. Ichiro is numbered 5 of 20. I got to think that's like in that 250 to 350 range. Uh, a Jeter, numbered 13 of 20. That's got to be three to 400 bucks. The Griffey, I'm probably not selling. The Griffey's number 9 of 20. I just like the card. Pretty awesome piece. Uh, we got a Nolan Ryan, number 25, out of some product. Tops defining season. That's like 150 bucks. The two big ones. So there's an Allen Iverson out of Panini Noir. It's the sneaker auto. They just do huge money. They're cool cards. People love them. He's in a Denver uniform, which I don't really like. 
Oh, that's an on-card auto. Oh, that's cool. That's like a $900 card, maybe even a little bit more. That one does pretty I bet good you, money. I bet you that does well in the sneaker community as well. Like, it's not just cards. Sure. I actually want you to look this card up. Go on Card Ladder right now while I'm talking. 2000, Tom Brady, Black Diamond, PSA 8. Go to card sales, like sales history. Um, the reason I'm curious, so me and Josh Siegel, the guy who you'll see who we made the deal with, we made this deal about a week ago, but since he lives in LA, it was like, hey, let's just meet in person. I don't want to ship a $4,000 card. I don't want you to ship me $4,000 worth of stuff. So we just did the deal in person, but obviously a lot's changed with Brady. And it was after the, the retirement anyways, but we kind of factored this in at like 1100 bucks. I'm very curious what the recent sales are on it. Can you tell me too, what, how much the Kobe was that you traded? Yeah, I mean, it was like, it was like 36 to 3,800. I got a little bit less than that just because, well, it depends. Maybe the Brady's jumped in value, but the original seller too, because it was a mistake of it not being on card, he kicked me back $300, which at least set me even probably a little ahead. But if the, what's the, what's the Tom doing? So the only thing Jesse's is, is there's only been a sale. Like there's been one sale in December. That was the last one, December 27th. Of a PSA 8? For a PSA 8 for that card. What was it? It was $1,036. Oh, good. Okay. So I'm good with that. So you feel comfortable. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't think know it's gonna I was be, giving you back. It's got to be 12 or 1300 now then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the, perfect. Okay. okay. I'm good with that trade then. So I got to ask because I, I feel like I'm getting conflicting information. Is Kobe hot or is Kobe not hot? You're getting rid of Kobe, but then other people are saying the Kobe market's heating up. Like, I mean, Kobe's rare market is hot. Kobe's non-rare stuff, non-high-end stuff has been down for a while. And that's because he signed so much, right? Like just because it, yeah, it's and not it just rare went, and it just went, it got too expensive for stuff that again he's a, he's another guy with high population, so it's fine. It's, I'm not dumping Kobe, but I don't think there's any reason to be. I, and I just didn't like the card. Okay. I bought it because it was one of those unique cards. It was on card, which makes a huge difference, and it was a game use patch. It wasn't both of those after the fact. So yeah, and, and I would just rather have stuff that's easier to move. I, I can move these seven or eight cards easier than I can move one four thousand dollar card. So. Makes sense. Okay. Um, so yesterday we were at the Panini Lounge event um, hanging out. After we got done, we headed up north to Burbank and checked out Burbank Cards. That was pretty cool. Um, Mike, you want to give us a rundown how it was? What did you think? Yeah, I mean, a lot of cards. Uh, we met Rob, the owner, who was, I mean, he was very nice, super gracious. Let us come Especially in. Especially last minute. We called him 30 minutes before we were coming. He was just like, yeah, come on up. Yeah, two strikes. He had never heard of the podcast, and he problem. introduced himself as the card father. <laughs> you know how I feel about people introducing themselves as nicknames? Um, especially people who are like, I don't know, 50 or 60, however As the sports boy, I definitely understand yeah, your you problem understand. with nicknames. Nice guy, though. He's got like 40 million cards. We saw the warehouse. Um, that Okay, don't just gloss over it. That was, it's if nothing else, it was impressive just to see the organization. That, and again, this is on the... YouTube video that actually, by the time you're listening to this, it should be up on our page, the full tour of the the warehouse and the shop. But man, oh man, I mean, floor to ceiling, like literally 20, 30 feet of shelving going back, oh, multiple shelves yeah. of just cards in boxes. Um, and that's not at the store. That's just in a separate yeah, building. That's a separate location. Um, I think the... What we we did find that they were none of them were the only issues is like none of them are really protected other than the box that they're in. There's no yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure they get shipped. They're just raw base cards for the most part, organized by set and by year. I, I mean, when, yeah, when they get sold on eBay, they put them in a penny sleeve and top loader. I'm sure. Um, but nonetheless, it, it is really cool sight. Um, the shop though itself, 
I also appreciated that, just how organized everything was in there. To find something, I told him, I told Rob, I was just like, all the car shops I've been to, if I'm looking for something, I have to ask somebody where it is. You go into this place and it's like alphabetical, color-coded, and just stacks and stacks of cards. Yeah, so like the showcase stuff was all the higher-end stuff, but it would be basketball, uh, A through E, uh, you know, baseball, S through Z, whatever, very organized. And then they had like a separate sitting room lounge with like couches and like recliners that was kind of cheaper stuff, like dollar to $5 cards. Same thing though, all organized by color to represent the sport and then organized by player name. It's a um, lot of stuff. It was really cool. The only issue I had was there was no pop century. I was gonna, I do have Straight a box three. that I do plan on ripping uh, for some YouTube content here tomorrow or the next day. I was hoping to get a little more. I did find... I, we'll get some at Bullpen. I guarantee you Bullpen has. Bullpen is way more wax. I guarantee we'll have some at Bullpen. Okay. Um, I did want to check something. I was going to check it on the show just to double-check pricing. What is it? So that, he had a card, a Leaf Pop Century card, in the case there uh, of Harrison Ford. Um, I think I might have been wrong. I think I may have underestimated. How much was I, he asking? So he was asking $400 for what it. Was it and I thought to myself... No way, and I immediately got kind of like a bad vibe because you've talked about that. Like you go to a show and you start seeing like if guys have things just out of this world price, then you're probably like if the first card you look at is, you know, way above comps, then probably everything's gonna be like that. So I started thinking that might be the case for for this place. But now that I'm looking, I mean, that card being, oh, it wasn't four hundred. He's selling it for eight hundred dollars. Okay, so maybe it is. I was going to give him a little credit. Um, the last one that was sold was $700, so that kind of stinks. So it does make me question some things. I think that's just a message to anybody going to any card shop. Um, just double-check pricing everywhere. That's why we use Card Ladder, just because it's easy to pull up stuff. That's why we use uh, Center Stage, just because you can shine it over there. It'll immediately pull up cards and sales. Um, yeah. I'll tell you this. If it's a rare card that... that I can't find anywhere else, and I get to find it. I see it in person. And there's some like random comps. I don't mind paying an extra ten percent, fifty. That's fine. If it's if it's easy to find regular stuff, I don't care who it is. I'm not buying, I'm not paying extra money for it. So, but overall, the guy the guy was gracious, showed us around. I did enjoy that. So I will say yes. And and how often do we talk to somebody who knows how to talk on camera, especially like last minute? We didn't have to prep him. As soon as I complimented you about the face, it's been nothing but face. This is my fault. I, I'm not mad at you. Leave me alone. I'm mad at myself. So. All right. Um, next. What is next? This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We got an update. So, so I actually got an update from some eBay authentication stuff. I thought this was interesting. So eBay came out with a statement. They're authenticating stuff that is uh, through CSG that is raw stuff over $750. Um, he, here's what I don't like about it. So they're not authenticating graded stuff, patch cards, or autographs as of right now, which is fine. I think that's actually smart. You know, start off slow. Well, a buddy of mine messaged me. He's like, so this is weird. Sold a raw card. Not graded, but as a patch auto. But because it was so much more, it still ended up going to the authentication place. And then here's what's weird. To me, there should just be a thing. If it's auto, it just doesn't need to go there. So instead, this card was delayed a week getting to the, the new buyer because it had to go there, get authenticated, wait in line, get shipped again. But here's what's funny. It says the authentication still looked over it, and then it said it doesn't qualify, so it is not authenticated. Well... We know that. It doesn't mean the card's fake, but why would you put, like, that stamp on the card now that it's not... I just think it's dumb. I, I don't understand what... Maybe they're still working out the case. No, they're definitely still, but my point is, this should be worked out. If I sell a graded... Like, it shouldn't have to go through. I don't know if this was the... I mean, I don't know. It seems like he's pretty on the ball with selling stuff, so I, I think this was kind of like a little glitch in the system. I don't so know. we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt? Is that what we're saying? No. Th the more I think about it, the more I think this is going to just slow things down and He's be kind of a train wreck for eBay. He's getting really No, no benefit of the doubt. Okay. We'll Surrounded by egotistical <laughs> maniacs. I don't eat food out here. So no, no benefit of the doubt. Uh, Bunch of skinny people who think they're better than you. There are. Why aren't there any fat people here? It really is upsetting. That's, a, that's you know what? I don't appreciate your language. <laughs> um, picks from phone. Well, so the only other pick from phone is that this is another interesting story. Uh, this popped up in my news feed today. Um, I sent this to you. So the NIL, just to test your knowledge, stands for... Here's the thing. You literally told me what this was yep. before we started. Um, name in... Name, image, likeness. Image, likeness. So Kentucky quarterback football. The Kentucky quarterback Will Levis, Levis, I don't know how you pronounce yeah, his name. something like that. Signs a $100,000 guaranteed deal with Grand Slam Collectibles. Which, for My you buddy faithful Nate followers, know, used to be on the show. With it. We've had him on the podcast. And Nate's been on the show. He sponsored yep. at the very beginning. He is as good a dude you'll find in the hobby. I also stayed in there, by the way, in that article. Sold $40 million worth of cards in the last few years since he's opened up. He bought a jet recently. I think he did, yeah. I mean, Nate, Nate, is, a, Nate is a beast. He also just happens to be one of like the nicest and best guys in the, in the industry. I think this is amazing. We've been talking for a while though how all these companies are going to start reaching out and getting an early, you know, hey, we're going to get NIL deals done. And instead, Nate does it. I'm very curious to see how this... What does this mean exactly? I was going to... Uh, I waited for until we were on here to, so you can explain it so other people can know too. Um, is he making cards? Are they selling things? So like, I don't fully does understand. Does this mean he's only, only going to be signing autographs for Nate? Or is it like kind of like an agency deal, like where 
if that's kind of what I think it is more of it. He's getting like a cut of anything going forward or something like that. I um, think so. Um, yeah, I would love to know. Maybe uh, maybe we could have Nate on a, a show again. Yeah, we, we need to talk to Nate because I'm very curious like what this means. But I think it's interesting we're seeing a private person, just like a, a card shop, go out and make a deal well, like this. I think that would also be good to have him on the show just because maybe we can talk to him. He can give anybody else because here's what I've found, guys. A lot of you have a lot of money. Not all of you do. I don't. But a lot of you do. And I would be curious. I bet you there are guys out there who want to do something similar. I want to do $100,000 investment, that's a lot of money. But as an investment of something that you believe in and you really enjoy, which is this hobby and, you know, somebody who could be a superstar, maybe that's a big deal. Yeah, Nate had some cool statements, too, in this uh in this article, I forget I forget the name of where I got it. Um, we believe with a successful senior season that uh, he could reach seven figures. That's just a guess, but I believe in him. Nate said um, he's a good guy that plays the way I built my business in the past four years. We sold over forty million in sports cards. I know a winner when I see it. Um, what the total will reach will depend on demand of his autos to the fans. So that's part is so autograph memorabilia. I can't imagine Nate's going to start producing cards all of a sudden. Although maybe he will. I, I don't know or licensing it out. Um, but it said, this is the other thing, we could have had any athlete in the in the NCAA for that money. We chose Will for a reason. So I'm curious then, so does that kind of now... Had you heard of this guy before this? No, but I, I'm useless with college. So now I'm very curious, like, does this kind of set the bar for when other people start reaching out to bigger name athletes in college? Yeah, That exactly. was my first message to you and the interns. I was like, we got to find the next the next borough. Who's the next one? Go sign him for a hundred grand or a couple hundred grand. That's, it could be a huge thing. I'm just um, curious what the domino effect will be here, so... You know what I'm curious about? They're setting up the buffet right in front of us. What do you think they got over there? It looks and smells delicious. Hard to say. Is yep. it hard? Is it bad to go to a buffet while we still record? I can carry the mic with me. I'm being honest with you. I think you'd be Just as walking. effective if you were here or if you were over there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Some say. I mean, it's hard to. I wouldn't say that, obviously. That, no, why would but you people say would, that? People would make that say. Yeah. You know what? Let's bang out mailbag and it'll be done. Okay. Mailbag it is. Um, we've had a number of guys asking. Oh, wait, before we do, I forgot. There was that other one. Oh, the top NFT. Yeah, the top yep. NFT thing. Um, I Keep think your it's voice just, down. We're at a community party. No, you want to be loud, bro. You want people to see that you're important. Because the louder you are, the you more important the you are. You missed the point there. I said, keep your voice down because we're at a panini party. Oh, see I that? see what he did there. Subtlety. Not yours. Um, hey, it's a big market. They, they can have their share. Um, this... People are also making a move on our table. Why are they touching our table? I don't know. Oh, God. Guys... George is getting upset. No, there could be drama. Right, guys, what's Stay the tuned. NFT thing? Um, basically, it's just the 1952 Mickey Mantle card. They're turning into an NFT. I think, I mean, they, I, I don't think it's a, uh, a huge piece of news, but I do think it's kind of interesting just because how many people find that to be like the iconic card. I think it would be pretty cool if they did something like that with like the Jordan. Um, or, the 86 Flair? Yeah. Sure. You know, any of these big cards. Because I think what that does, it also really gives you an idea for where is the nft market compared to the actual card because most of the nft cards that are out there they're you know they sell for less than what the actual card does but i think it really goes up and down you can't really get a good gauge like is is an nft half the price is it a quarter or what but a card like this i think can kind of give a good gauge because people will say oh well the biggest you know nft card out there as at this point will probably be this oh i disagree entirely I don't think it's going to outsell the twelve thousand dollar Herbert that sold from Panini. I would, if it's a this is a one of one. So was the Herbert. And you think that it sold at Golden for twelve grand? I, I don't guarantee know. you, you're wrong. 
Really? All right, so with that being said, the reason why I think you are wrong is you said Herbert. Is Herbert like the icon of the NFL? You know, uh, is no, he... no, no, no. I'm not saying her, but, but that's what I mean. But think like, about the biggest cards that have sold. The Mahomes sold for four million bucks. He's not Brady. Like, like we're seeing Luca stuff sell for big money. But I'm just pointing out that this card goes for multi millions, and it has sold many times for multi millions. A physical card. Mm-hmm. If this is an NFT, one of one, I guarantee you, it goes for at least six figures. Okay, that's my that's my you know opinion. What? I guess you're probably right. I guess we're gonna find out here when it's Ronick. Scrub that audio. I said he was right. And I don't want anybody to hear that ever again. <laughs> don't you dare scrub that, Ronick. All right, mailbag, and we're wrapping up. Okay, so mailbag. Um, let's see if we have any LA-based questions. Why is LA so terrible? Don't my say answer. That. I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Uh, first question comes from the Facebook. You know why people are mean out here? They're not eating enough. <laughs> that is, I said eat that before. Bunch of you gotta eat. That's it's not good for you. All right, go ahead. Um, Brian Alecki asks, oh, I love this. Does Mike ever worry that Jesse will become famous and move on from sports cards nonsense? I'm not going to lie. 50-50, Jesse even comes back with the company <laughs> from this trip. He loves me. He's the, he's the ham. He always wanted to be out here. It's true. I love ham. I've always um, said, you put a microphone in front of both of us, I will outshine him 10 out of 10 times, although Jesse does very well. But you take the microphone away. Again, you're talking to a midget who is sitting in front of a microphone with headphones in that are not connected to anything, just so I can be in my bubble. You put us in a live situation, jet the gap there, it's Jesse's world. Here's what's great. We have if our he didn't strengths. have a family, we'd never see him again. I love week. that our strengths don't necessarily overlap because you can be great in one scenario, I sure. can be great in another one, and we both have our thing. Without it that family, good. Jesse would be changing <laughs> residences today. All right, next question. Next question. Um, okay, I asked you this briefly while we were setting up. I don't even know if you planned anything, um, so maybe you don't Talk know the answer. BD Scronders from Scronderville. I don't know why. Mayor, yep. every time. Could could you guys power rank mid-tier oh. baseball brands? I told you basketball. Oh, baseball? It was baseball. Or a donkey. <laughs> okay, so mid-tier. I mean, you're, you're not going to mess with the prospect stuff. So mid-tier type stuff, like I ripped some five-star last week. It's like 175 bucks a box. You get a couple of autos. Um, triple threads. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what else comes to mind for like Inception I like. I actually like Bowman and Topps Inception. Um, for Panini, I actually like Panini Optic. It's cheaper, but I like Optic. There's no licensing, but Panini NT Baseball, again, because of the no licensing, I think is a solid product. So it's, you're finally starting to get good money for the like the RPAs there. Um, those are the ones that come to mind right off the bat when you first asked me the question. There's a million other brands, but those are the ones that I'm like, you know, I, actually another one, Tribute, I don't mind. It's a, it's probably a little bit more on the high-end-ish, but I, I do, I like Tribute. Um, I like Museum. Again, Museum starts to get a little bit more on the higher end. Um, stadium Club's Assault, Stadium Club Chrome especially I like. But yeah, this is a ton. Baseball's got a ton of it. I was prepared for basketball, so I apologize. Well, I think you still handled it well. I apologize for Jesse's mistake. <laughs> That's what that was. Uh, Dallas James Morrison nope, wants to I'm not know. talking to people with cities for first names. <laughs> Next. When first trying to enter the breaking space as a seller, oh boy. what can one do to help smooth the process? Get allocation anywhere you can. Make deals with people. Have a constant flow of supply. And then hustle and work for your people. Like, be, build a community. Don't be one of these morons who gets loud in front of a microphone and gets a little bit of a following and gets mouthy. Actually take care of your people. Ship immediately. Take care of people's cards. Have a good camera set up so that there's no question about integrity. Very basic but very important things. Um, 
this just in, breaking news into mailbag, there has been another trade. I don't know if this is as big of news, but you can Do you let know the people names? know. The Mavericks are trading Chris Stapps Porzingis, Porzingis That's a dumb to the Wizards for a package centered on Spencer DeWindle. DeWindle. I don't care. No yeah. one cares about that? The Porzingis right. thing never worked out with Luka, which is a shame. They need to bring in a number two for him. Back to mailbag, Joel Brand. Um, oh, okay. He says, I disagree with Jeff. I think he's uh, referring to a sports card investor. He says, what this hobby needs is authenticity, not simply positivity. I think they're... Oh, this comes from reference comment. to, like, you know, he's been putting out some I, stuff about Yeah, yeah, I agree negative. with that. But I, again, I can't slam Jeff for this saying he wants more positivity. That's fine. I think Jeff did a good job. I, I, I honestly, I have no real complaints about how he presented the message. Are you in Jeff in cahoots all of a sudden? I hate Jeff's new hits app, I'll tell you that. An <laughs> NFT of a Top Shot type moment of a guy pulling a card seems like the dumbest. He listed off yesterday, too, in that YouTube thing. Some of the breakers involved with this. I know some of those guys. They're already making a ton of money. You don't have to do this. Like, what are we doing? What, what an absolute sham. Here's how you know that we are professional. Do we always disagree with Jeff? No. Like yes, I said, we I agree disagree. with the positivity. I agree but with that one. This is one thing we don't agree with. Yep. Um, but that being said, uh, yeah, we, we do find positivity uh, to be good. But we also agree that people need to be held accountable if there's bad stuff going on or shady stuff. Yeah, it needs I mean, to be called out. Talk. Yeah, Devin O'Donnell. O'Donnell. I'm in the middle of going through collection uh, through a collection of thousands of junk wax era baseball, basketball, and football with my dad. So far, we've been looking to separate out the Hall of Famers and other big names from the regular role players. In terms of selling, would it be better to sell the good players, um, good players by player lot, team lot, or both? Sell the whole thing at once. If you go through and pick out all the good stuff, it's going to be very difficult to move the rest of the crap. Well, keep, that's the problem. I think that, keep, that it sounds like they may have done that same thing, though. Maybe they bought. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't mess with that. To me, if it's all kind of lower and stuff anyways, I would keep it all together. Hey, there are some highlights, by the way. There could be some other un, like you know hidden gems in there. We didn't go through everything. And we're leaving the stuff we found anyways and just try to move the whole thing at once. But if, if you're going to go beyond that, I think team lots do well. Player lots to a degree, but I think the team lots do pretty well. Okay. Um, James Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Okay. Mark's cousin. Oh, he said Jay-Z. Thanks, Jay-Z. That helps simplify it. Um, Hey, guys. Jay-Z here. Is there a rule of thumb for value increases between the different BGS 9.5 variations? Gem Mint, True Mint, Gem Mint Plus, oh, yeah, etc. Okay. So we've talked about this before. So like a 9.5 from Beckett. Beckett does subgrades, obviously. Corners, edges, surface, and centering. So a 9.5 could have a, a, a number of them. A min gem, so minimum gem, would be three 9.5s and one 9. That is the lowest selling 9.5, because that is the lowest subgrades that could still qualify for that. Okay. You know, a true gem would be a step up. All four are 9.5s. And then a true gem plus, three 9.5s, one 10. True gem plus plus two nine fives two tens. There's nothing generic about it though. Like there's not a hey, true gem plus compared to minimum gem is one point two five. There's just not. So you're looking around a lot. What's going on behind me? I'm also sitting. By the way, not only am I in my own bubble with the headphones, I'm sitting right back to everybody, and I love it. What's yeah. happening? Um, actually, there's everybody's kind of clear, cleared out for a minute. Oh, that's good. why I was trying to look Thank around. What, Get out. Are we missing something? It's fine. You know, I'm not missing anything. I can tell you right now. I don't miss anything that's happening. 
Uh, Johnny Watt wants to know, does performance in the Summer Olympics in a sport like basketball, if you play for a country not the USA, possibly affect your card prices? Yeah, this is an interesting one. I, I do think it does. But the USA stuff, I don't think there's any bump for well-known USA stars. But yeah, for like random B-list NBA-type talent who all of a sudden go to another country and play for their team and, and play really well, yeah, I do think you could see a bump from that. Okay. Um, interesting. Uh, Drew Pratt... Wait, hang on. Before we go, actually, I'm thinking about it. That do those guys have cards though? If you're playing for another country, I mean, yeah, because they're NBA players, but they go back and play for their oh, country. That's, okay, I'm just thinking like it must be like obscure guys who play in no, that country no, no, no. or something. But, a lot of the NBA talent is not on, that's true. not on Team USA. Okay, that makes sense. Do you want to take that back? I take it back. I'm just, I am. So <laughs> you know stupid. what? I'm, I'm glad nobody's here to hear that. Oh, that's not a funny joke, Jesse. Stop that. It is so pretty out here, guys. I'm getting distracted. It is amazing. He is like a so, child. Is that a <laughs> Either he's rubbing his face or he's looking around like... <laughs> it's hard. There's so much to, There's so much to look at. I don't care. I'm going to go... By okay. the way, guys, just a heads up. This is going to be a six-hour podcast. I can sit here with my headphones and back to people all day. He would much rather oh, do that than have to it. talk to anybody not a else. Um, Drew Pratt. Why is it that photo variations don't get nearly the same attention as other SPs slash parallels, and yet they hold as much, uh, sometimes more value? If they hold as much value, what? How do they not get as much love? Like, what is he? Uh, I don't said know. Same attention, but I guess. That's oh, attention. Yeah. yeah I, for one thing, they're a shorter print. A lot of people just simply don't know about it. I what think does that's that mean. Can you tell us what that? What's a photo variation? Literally, mean? so like Ronald Acuna has a base rookie out of 2018. He also has another one where it's a, it's a different card. Same same year, same set, but it's the bat down variation. It sells for way more money. So variations. Prism does variation. The Zion variation. That's just based on popularity, I guess? I mean, it's popularity, but obviously they're short printed cards. Sure. But I just think, too, some people just don't care about that stuff. They would rather have like a numbered card if it's going to be short printed as opposed to the photo variation. But Drew makes a good point. They still hold value well and sell well, so I... Maybe they never get as popular, but who cares? They, they sell, the, the market respects them. Tim French, Jesse, when do you think Get the, the French out of your mouth. You get American lives at stake here. Let's get the guns uh, and shoot some retreat. fish. Couples Retreat. Over, underrated movie. Um, Very underrated. Jesse, when do you think the time to sell comic cards is with the release of the trailer for their movie or with the actual release of their movie? Honestly, I think trailer, I think it's a lot like anything in the sports card world. As soon as the hype starts, that's when prices start to spike. Um, that being said, if you are in the comic arena, um, cards, uh, of course, you want to have graded. You, we've talked about that in nauseum. You know the process. But comics getting graded, that can take some time. Honestly, um, it's just not as big of a market, and it's starting to grow, so... Be aware of that. Get yourself graded now if you think there's going to be uh, an opportunity. Um, with that being said, remember a few weeks ago when I said, hey, a guy's been reaching out to us with news about like Hollywood stuff with comics. We mentioned uh, Madam Web movie was going oh, to yeah, be coming out. Right. That proved, uh, I think, a week or two after we made that announcement, it came out in the news that that was true. Yeah, that guy was way ahead. He's got uh, some sort of a source. Yeah, and, and he had given that uh, to me like two weeks before that, and I just sat on the news. Let's go ahead and dox him right now so everybody <laughs> knows who he is. So in the future, uh, we're going to be using uh, the good sir, I won't use his name, uh, his information going forward. Yeah, so. so maybe we have a good inside connection there who will break news early. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Um, looks like we have some attention coming our way. Hello. Hi, Mitchell. 
Elijah Mitchell. How are you, man? What's up, man? Hey, nice to meet you. How are you? Good, good. We are recording a podcast. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up right now. Uh, Here's guys, the deal. When NFL two. players show up, we wrap it up. So we're done. We'll be back on Monday, and we'll be live with our YouTube stuff the rest of the day here from LA Live with Panini. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Bill, if you hear this, we're still not over you blowing us off. Show up at the You want to close them out? Go ahead and hit them with a goodbye. All right. Goodbye. There you Perfect. go. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Jesse has a way with words. See All you right. Monday. <laughs>